150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the fifth seal, number 32. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. Started about nine years ago doing uh, counting down from 30 to number one throughout the month of November, which I decided to designate as Persecuted Church Awareness Month because there wasn't one and I didn't know who to call to get that made official. So I just did it. So November, Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we count down from 30 to number one. This is the first year that we've done it throughout the year. I started in January, twice a month, the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. We count down from 50 to number 31. So from January to October, we count down from 50 to 31. And then again in November, we go 30 through number one every day of the month of November. We bring you a couple of stories about Christian persecution around the world and talk about each of those countries counting down from 30 to number one, which are the worst countries in the world regarding Christian persecution. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. I try to keep these as short as possible. Um, so we'll jump right in. The first one, big story in the news right now, the United States pulls out of northern Syria. The White House announced late Sunday night that the U.S. will be pulled out of, from northern Syria after fighting ISIS alongside Kurdish forces in the area. The move comes following a, a conversation between President Trump and President Erdogan, who will essentially greenlight a Turkish invasion of northern Syria, of northeastern Syria. Reports show that the Turks have already begun shelling one town, which is predominantly Christian. It used to have five churches, one monastery, and three mosques, and a, and a population of mostly Assyrian Christians. While the U.S. has been engaged in the region, region since the Obama administration, President Trump took to Twitter defending his decision as limiting endless wars and stating that ISIS has been defeated and the problem now resides with the regional powers involved being Turkey, Europe, and Russia, etc. The decision was labeled as impulsive by some members of Congress and was reportedly a move that blindsided the Pentagon and military leadership. While the geopolitical implications of this major policy shift are yet to be seen, the situation for the Christian communities in the region is likely to grow more dangerous. The Turkish military has already moved to eradicate a Christian village with a sizable Christian population, which was condemned by the U.S., but with the current withdrawal of the U.S. presence from the region, Christian communities may yet again be in danger of being removed and displaced. Turkey has ramped up anti-Christian maneuvers in the last years and continues to target the communities and Christians within the country through intensified monitoring and spy campaigns. The growing eradication of, of Christianity and Turkish and domestic and of Christianity and Turkish and domestic policy is a clear indicator of the radical trends within the geo geopolitical domain of Turkey and is only intensified by the U.S. withdrawal that brought a significant counterbalance to such policy. It would be 
in the interest of the Trump administration and the U.S. government in general to maintain a presence in the region to ensure stability. Without the U.S. presence in the re- without U.S. presence, the region risks descending into further turmoil and instability. The likelihood of ISIS or something similar returning also comes back to, to the policy calculation. Domestically, Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina is already moving towards forward with bipartisan legislation to counter President Trump's moves in Syria. He publicly rebuked the president's moves as impulsive almost immediately after learning of the decision. While Trump's calculus to remove the U.S. presence from the region may be multifaceted, it is likely mostly guided by campaign promises to end foreign wars and limit U.S. engagement globally. While this may be the case, Christians on the ground will more than likely feel the brutal effect of this policy maneuver. Also, as we, we've seen, uh, religious leaders, um, Christian leaders, are calling out even what I would call um, false Christian leaders are calling out to President Trump and condemning him on this. So pray for our brothers and sisters, the Kurdish Christians in that region, in the region of Syria, Turkey, and, and so on. Pray that they will uh, be able to endure because with the U.S. moving out of that area, it is likely that the situation is going to become far worse for them. This also from International Christian Concern, Muslim family kills son over Christian conversion. A Muslim background believer, or an MBB, living in Egypt, Hussein Mohammed, was killed on Sunday after his family discovered that he had converted from Islam to Christianity. The MBB, who preferred to be called by his baptismal name, George, had posted several photos to his Facebook account. His family had known of his conversion prior to these posts, and his uncle had made a complaint to the Directorate of Security. However, these Facebook posts were a public acknowledgement of his conversion. It included a photo of a cross tattoo, which George had obtained on his wrist, a practice pursued by Egyptian Coptic Orthodox Christians. Egypt is, a, is an officially Islamic country, but with the largest Christian de- demographic in the Middle East. Christians are regulated as second-class citizens at best and often lack the opportunity to claim their civil rights. Muslims who convert to Christianity, however, are viewed by the Islamic community from an even harsher perspective. They are viewed as apostates, which means that the public discovery of their conversion makes them vulnerable to being a victim of an honor killing which is what happened to our brother George. So pray for him, his family. Um, Pray that his death will uh, strengthen the faith. As odd as that sounds, that those around him, those Christians around him, the other Coptic Christians will see his willingness to stand for his faith in Christ, not to renounce his his Savior, not to convert back to Islam, um, and enduring death because of his faith in Christ, that that would strengthen the faith of the Christians there in, uh, in Egypt around him. So we will look at World Watch List number 32, Nepal. So the region is Asia. The persecution type is religious nationalism. Persecution level is very high. Population of Nepal is about 29,624,000. About 1 million of those are Christians. The main religion uh, is, there isn't one. It doesn't show a main religion. The government is a federal republic. The leader is President Bidiyaha 
Devi Bandari. I'm assuming that the main religion is in Nepal is either Hindu or Buddhism. Uh, in Nepal, most Christian persecution stems from Hindu radical groups who want to turn Nepal into a Hindu state again. These radical Hindu groups have close ties with Hindu Hindutva groups in neighboring India. Previously, persecution wasn't driven by the government, but since 2015, a new constitution has been adopted limiting freedom of religion. On October 8, 2017, the Nepalese parliament also passed anti-conversion legislation, which was signed into law by the president on October 16, 2017. There is no legal recognition of churches in Nepal. Church property is registered in the name of private persons only. According to reports by locals from different sources, after the earthquake in April 2015, the government announced that it would help rebuild temples, mosques, and Buddhist shrines, but did not include churches, illustrating the bias against Christianity. Christian converts from Hinduism face intense pressure for betraying the faith of their ancestors. At times, Hindu radicals take advantage of the ongoing political instability in the country by attacking Christians, often with impunity, and villages often form a hostile environment toward Christians in their community. Christians in Nepal continue to struggle to obtain rights for burial ground where they can legally bury their dead. Because of the lack of official burial grounds, bury believers are often forced to bury their dead in forests illegally. At times, local Hindu radicals, enraged by the Christian burials, dig up the bodies and bring them back to the homes of the f Christian families and even leave the bodies in the streets. Again, the Christian community is petitioning the government to allot them land to officially bury their dead, but the issue remains unresolved. Prayer points for Nepal. Pray for with converts for Hinduism who pray with converts from Hinduism who experience persecution from their families and community and are at risk of rest under restrictive laws. Pray for their protection and discernment to know when and where to share their faith. Pray that the government would, government would abolish Articles 156 and 160, which criminalize proselytization and conversion, both since, these, since both these laws are curtailing the freedom of religion and are being used against Christians. Pray with Hindu Christians who face the ever-present threat of violence and attacks from Hindu radicals. Pray for safety and for them to sense God's presence and love for them. Pray that the authorities and government leaders would investigate and prosecute those responsible for attacking Christians, socially boycotting them, and expelling them from their villages. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Again, we thank you for this, this medium. We thank you for the ability to reach out across the world through a webcam and a microphone to uh, make people all over the world aware of what is happening to our brothers and sisters in these, these horrible places where where they are persecuted simply because of their faith in you. Lord, we pray that, that you would bless our brothers and sisters, uh, bless those who, who are persecuted for their faith. Lord, we lift up President Trump, and we pray that, that he will reverse his decision to remove the U.S. presence from the Middle East um, in Syria, that we would continue to... Um, to stand alongside the, the Kurdish people there and, and particularly the Kurdish Christians, Lord, that we would, we would be there as a presence to protect them from persecution from Turkey and from Syria and from ISIS and other groups that would intentionally target Christian communities, Christian villages, and Christian people 
simply because of their faith. So we pray that that you would do what you do and that you would move the hearts of kings and you would move the heart of our president to maintain the presence there, um, to protect those people who we have been allied with and, and ultimately to help protect the Christians that are there. Lord, we lift up George and his family. Lord, we know, we trust that George now is with you. Um, if he was truly a convert and truly repented and put his faith in you, Lord, the moment he was murdered by his family and his community, he, he opened his eyes in your presence, Lord, and, and we firmly stand and we believe that. We pray for any loved ones that he left behind, any family, immediately immediate family he might have had, wife, children. We pray for the people in his church. We pray for the people around him that were in his community that also face, face the same dangers as Muslims who convert to Christianity who face the the possibility of honor killings simply because their their faith has been placed in in you lord so we lift them up to you lord we lift up our brothers and sisters in nepal we pray with those who have converted from hinduism again just as our our islamic brothers and sisters uh who convert from islam to christianity uh, we pray for for those who Pray, convert from Hinduism who face some of the same situations from families and communities uh, being ostracized, uh, prosecuted under unfair and unjust laws. Uh, we pray that you would be with them and, and protect them and strengthen their faith, Lord. We pray that you would move um, upon the government of Nepal to abolish these these two articles, 156 and 160, um, making conversion and preaching of the gospel uh, illegal in those areas, Lord. We pray that you would bring about uh, religious liberties in those areas where Christians can worship you and uh, openly uh, proclaim their faith in you, Lord. Um, we pray with, with, again, with those Christians who face these ever-present threats of violence and attacks from, from Hindu radicals. I pray that, that you protect them you help them stand firm and, and help them continue to to speak the truth and to preach your gospel, Lord. Um, we pray that authorities and government leaders would investigate and prosecute those who are persecuting these Christians in these areas. And Lord, ultimately, again, we just pray that in all these things and what uh, what I'm doing here with, with this podcast and bringing awareness with what each of our brothers and sisters are doing around the world and standing firm in their faith enduring persecution that all of these things would bring you glory lord that it would would strengthen the faith of those and it would strengthen the resolve of those to go and to share your gospel that you would use this to draw more people to yourself uh, that more and more people would come to know your truth your gospel that they would repent put their trust in you that more and more people would be saved and ultimately lord that you would be glorified in all of these things. And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. So thanks, guys, again for, for watching this. If you know anybody who might be uh, up to praying alongside with us, wanting to be aware of what's going on in the persecuted church around the world, invite them to join the Fifth Seal Facebook page. You can invite them to join the YouTube page, the, the Evangelical Norm. Subscribe to that. Like that. Um, Leave some comments, uh, you know, just invite people and, and help us to continue to bring awareness to our persecuted brothers and sisters all around the world. And as always, 
preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.